Welcome to the Listen for Life podcast with Genevieve Richardson. Genevieve is a speech-language pathologist rehabilitating adults with communication challenges after a stroke or due to a neurological impairment. Get equipped with knowledge from experts in the field and professionals you need to know. We'll hear stories and experiences from others who are navigating life with aphasia. So, put your earphones in and take a walk outside. This isn't just a podcast. This is a community, a resource, and a support system. We're in this together. Do life. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Genevieve here. And I cannot believe we are already in December. Where where in the world did 2023 go? So this episode, we are getting ready for the holidays. We are going to ring in the new year with a better you. Ooh, that sounds ambitious, doesn't it? Uh, So I am a podcast junkie. I will tell you that. Um, There's nothing more than I love to listen to a podcast when I'm driving, if I'm cooking dinner. Um, And... So there's definitely a theme in December that you need to reflect on your year because you need to know where you came from before you can make a plan to move forward, right? Sure, that makes sense. So that's where we are going to jump off today. So we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. What are they? What's their history? Uh, why do they not work sometimes? And I would love to hear your stories about um, successful New Year's resolutions. Did you pick something small and were successful with it, or did you uh, pick something big and then it and then it fell flat after just a short period of time? So let's dive into this. And of course, we have to tie all of this back into aphasia, right? because that's why I'm here. We are talking about folks who have aphasia that have some kind of a language or communication challenge, usually after a stroke, that's aphasia. And I will also say that in future episodes, we're gonna talk about some interesting topics such as long COVID, migraines, and anything else I can find that can lead to aphasia. You don't always have to have a stroke or a brain injury or a brain tumor to have aphasia, but we'll hold those topics off for another time. So let's explore some New Year's resolutions uh, about the history of it, why some fail, why some succeeds, and we'll look at it from different perspectives, including how they relate to aphasia. Uh, Just as a reminder, every Thursday, rain or shine, I am here with you or I have a show for you, 11 a.m. Central Time, and let's jump in. So what's the history and psychology of resolutions? Let's begin by uncovering the history. Did you know that New Year's resolutions dates back to ancient civilizations like the Babylonians and the Romans. They believed in making promises to a God, to the gods for a prosperous year ahead. Today, it's much more about personal growth and improvement. But why do we even make resolutions? And what is the psychology behind it? 
Well, it turns out setting goals can be a powerful motivator. Hmm. Is anyone surprised by this? Research shows that when we set specific achievable goals, we're more likely to succeed. That's kind of like a no duh, right? So why do some resolutions fail and how can they succeed? So let's talk about why resolutions might fail. Some common reasons are setting an unrealistic goal or not having a clear plan in place. But fear not, of course, I've got some strategies for you. For example, instead of saying, I will exercise every day, how many of you have come up with this goal? Uh, you might set a goal instead that says, I'll take a 20-minute walk three times a week. It's specific and achievable, and you can track your progress. Speaking of success, uh, in future episodes, we're going to revisit with our friends Shirley, Len, Alvin, and Bruce, and hear from them what their New Year's resolutions are and what their families are uh, in terms of aphasia, just to give you some other ideas. But that's on another show. So let's talk about resolutions from a family perspective. Family support can make a huge difference in achieving resolutions. Imagine working together for a common goal, whether it's eating healthier, uh, learning something new, spending more quality time together. So uh, if you work as a team, or maybe it's a resolution you make with your best friend or your neighbor, think about who can support you and who you can support to achieve a new goal for for you for the new year and there's nobody that says you have to set a goal but it's kind of fun right it's especially fun if you can achieve it so resolutions from the perspective of society have you ever felt pressured by society to make certain resolutions it's a common experience so our society norms, culture, and media, and advertising, don't forget advertising, influences our resolution choices. But we also encourage you to challenge these norms and set goals that truly align with your values and aspirations. It's your life, it's your resolutions. Of course, as far as me personally, oh my gosh, I can't tell you how many resolutions I'm gonna get my bike out, I'm gonna ride my bike. Well, I live in hill country now and it's not safe to ride a bike, so that's no longer a goal. But years ago, I had that multiple years in a row and I'm like, oh, well, I gotta get the clothes and I gotta get the right shoes and get my bike fixed up and I'm gonna start doing it. Well, I failed to plan, I failed to pick a task that i really enjoyed don't pick a task that you don't if you don't like riding a bike don't make bike riding your goal if you don't like running don't pick a marathon as a goal again pick something you think you will do because little wins add up to big wins right i've talked about this in the context of aphasia treatment or in communication success. We've talked about it a lot over the last couple of months. Little rocks add up. When you keep putting a little rock in the bucket and you add another little one and another, soon your bucket will be full. 
It's the same thing for New Year's resolutions. Pick something that's easy. So let's have an example of a personal goal that might resonate with you. What about building a deeper friendship with someone that you know? I know for myself, it is so hard to carve out time to make that phone call, especially when you know the person you're going to talk to, you're going to be on the phone for two hours. That dissuades me because I know it's hard to get off the phone because we're just going to get so into it and I'm going to lose track of time. And then I'm going to be behind in my to-do list because I spent this time on the phone. Well, maybe I can plan other activities other than a phone call. Maybe it's a text message to make plans to meet for coffee on a weekend where I've carved out the time that we can spend the time. Does that make sense? So if this might be a goal for you, here's three steps. This is just an example. Use this and apply it to your own goals and resolution situation. For me, if I want to build a deeper friendship, I'm going to identify who that is and also why. Why do I want to make a connection with this person? Is it because I run into them often? Do I work with them? Uh, do they just Are they just a really awesome personality, somebody I would enjoy spending time with? Step two, set up a casual meetup like coffee or better yet, go for a walk. Walking and talking, two birds, one stone, right? You're walking, you're getting your exercise, you're out at three, could be three, depends on how you want to look at it. It could be three birds with one stone. You're exercising, you're out in nature, maybe you're showing some gratitude for being able to walk, being out in nature, enjoying the weather, and you're building your friendship with this person that you've selected. Step three, regularly check in with them. Text messages can be good enough. A quick email, um, one of those e-cards, you know, on their birthday. You don't always have to commit to a two-hour conversation. You can find other ways to connect that keeps that relationship fresh, keeps them feeling like you care and are moving forward, and then carve out the time regularly to get together when it's feasible. So that's just an example of how to set some personal goals. So let's talk about resolutions from an aphasia perspective. Communication challenges can sometimes make goal setting and sharing these goals much more complex. You're the spouse of a person who has aphasia and they have a significant language challenge. So Maybe it's starting the conversation with them of saying, you know, I would really like to improve how we make plans, how we set appointments. And you, the spouse that doesn't have aphasia, are probably going to have to take a little bit larger role in this conversation, but you should still have the conversation, simplify it. Pick one aspect of communication that could make the biggest difference. It doesn't have to be a multi-step process. What if it's just one thing like how you ask questions? 
What if your nature is to ask a three-part question all at once? The person with aphasia may not process more than one piece of it. And or if they process more, they may lose uh, what the question was all about to begin with. So maybe your goal is just asking better questions. So if you have a person with aphasia or if you have aphasia, do you have a personal resolution that you would like to make this year? Could it be eating healthier, getting more exercise, doing better at drinking water? Yeah, I should probably, <laughs> I should probably add that to my resolution, drinking more water. I am horrible at it. Um, break it down. Reflect on your year. Think about what worked, what didn't work, and pick something. Just pick a little something. And there's no one that says just because we're starting a new year that that's when you start a new goal. What if you tackled a new goal in January and, you know, it works out really well, you've integrated a new habit or process into your week, your day, whatever the case may be, and you keep that going. Maybe then in February or March, you're ready to add something else in. There is no limit, but you have to make the conscious decision. If you're going to set a resolution, think it through, break it into smaller steps. If you're not sure how to do it, why don't you call your friend on the phone and talk, just have a conversation about resolutions. Find an accountability buddy. Your friend can do that for you. Um, whatever the case may be, but it does take consistent and conscious effort. It just doesn't have to be hard effort, like going to the gym for one hour a day, six days a week. Don't do that to yourself. Unless you're into it, then by all means, go for it. So what about one aphasia goal example? So what about boosting your confidence in social situations? So this is for the person with aphasia. And you used to be the social butterfly, always getting together for happy hour or coffee, or you were the one planning the social events with your friends group, whatever the case may be. So you need to build your confidence. You've been avoiding some of the larger social situations because you're just not sure if your speech and language is up to the task. Well, why not make a first step of attending smaller familiar gatherings with close family or friends and let them know what you're doing? There is no shame. In fact, if you were to share your goal with your family and friends that you want to boost your confidence and, and get together more and practice more, they are going to be behind you a thousand percent. So how about step two? Practice socializing in controlled environments like in uh, an aphasia support group or another support group or a hobby group you're in um, uh, at a garden club or book club. So a third step, sorry, I got sidetracked. Step three, gradually expand your social engagements to include bigger gatherings. Maybe you go to a larger community event or public outings where you have to use your communication strategies with unfamiliar people in unfamiliar environments. 
So breaking this goal down of boosting your confidence in social situations, break it into three steps. Start small, ask someone, or let the person know in your group that what you're doing so they can support you. You can solicit feedback and then you can make adjustments. This is not a one and done thing. Who of you have started a hobby where you decided to learn how to cook something? You, it's not a one-time go and then you're good at it or you were horrible at it and you give it up. Pick a goal that is of interest to you so that you will stick with it. Does that make sense? So my uh, perspective, years ago, I determined I wouldn't set a New Year's goal because I was tired of failing. Why did I fail? I failed to plan. That was the problem. And so what I what I realized, and again, this is like, duh, situation. I'm in the profession of where we set goals, we set long-term goals, and we break them down into short-term goals. That is no different than what I'm asking you to do for a resolution. What's your goal? And break it down into your pieces. That's how we do it. So like I said, years ago, I stopped making New Year's resolutions but no more. I have several goals and I'll share those with you in upcoming episodes, mostly for accountability, because even though I'm doing speech therapy, I'm also building a business and that has a lot of its own ups and downs and challenges and a very steep learning curve. And so I have goals for business and I have goals for me personally, because had I continued on the track I was on earlier in this year, my health would really be suffering. This year in 2023, I was able to turn around my health in some very specific ways. And with the help and support of my husband and my family, I was able to do it. And that's why I'm here today, still pushing, still moving forward, not only in my health, but in my business and how I work with my clients. And building relationships and maintaining relationships with my friends and family. So let's wrap up this episode. We're going to ring in the new year with goals that are motivating to each of us. We're going to break it into steps, find an accountability partner and go for it. And you know what the other thing is that I found works really well? Write it down. It doesn't have to be on your bathroom mirror. It can be in a notebook that you keep accessible, that you can see, that reminds you. Because sometimes we get so busy, we need a visual reminder of what our goal is. I have a board over here. One day I'll take a picture of it. It used to be this giant six foot, uh, maybe five foot tall mirror. Well, I broke the mirror one year and I turned it into like a bulletin board. And that's where I pin things that I'm working on. It's where I write down things. And if I haven't admitted to you before, one of my favorite tools are these colored pens. I probably go through three or four packs of these gel colored pens every year because I, well, where do I have an example? Uh, over there. Here we go. Can't show you what's written, but you can see the colors, right? I love handwriting notes to myself and writing in different colors. 
find what works for you. Maybe you need pretty paper clips. Maybe you need pretty uh, paper. Whatever the case may be, find a way or make a way. If it's important for you to start and achieve a New Year's resolution, you can do it. I'm here to support you. If you would like to share your goal or if you want to talk about your New Year's resolution, especially if you have aphasia or you have a family member with aphasia, I am here for you. Let's build this community. Share it with me and I'm happy to get on a Zoom, have a chat, however you want that to happen. So before I hang up on you today, I will say that if you haven't gotten your copy of Aphasia Conversation Pieces, it's a four page PDF. Each one is a standalone piece. It is a great tool to put these aphasia conversation pieces around your house so that when people come over, they can subtly get informed about what is aphasia and some basic communication strategies. This tool is available to you for free. In exchange for your first name and an email address, you can get your very own copy and print them out and use them however you see fit. If you would like aphasia conversation pieces for your home, go to my website, dolifespeechpathology.com forward slash holidays. Even after the holidays, I promise they will still be available, but we'll have to give you another tag on how to get there quickly. Until next week, have a fabulous week. Think about your year that has passed and think about what you want next. Have a great one. Take care. Bye Instagram. You get to go away first. Thanks for tuning in to the Listen for Life podcast. We hope you feel empowered and supported. Head over to listenforlifepodcast.com to see the show notes with links and information from today's episode. Do you have a topic, a resource to share, or a guest recommendation? Inquiring minds want to know. Let us know in the comments section. Wishing you a fabulous week.